0: Uh, This one is a little bit technical. Again, um, uh, people that, you know, they don't realize that alternators actually internally put out AC voltage and then it gets rectified to DC voltage. So we're going to talk about that and uh, how AC voltage coming out of an alternator is, uh, especially for today's cars with all the computerization and everything, is not a good thing. So uh, the good news is, is that if that's happening, it doesn't typically cause damage unless it was, like, really excessive. More importantly, it just it causes wacky things to start to happen with the computers because they don't like it. So, uh, real quick as usual again, if you want to get a hold of me via email, it's bkpodcast5 at gmail dot com. I'm also on LinkedIn under Brett Kyle's Motorworks, and again, if you want to see the actual uh, web page for the podcast, uh, you want to uh, go to podbean dot com, uh, do a search for Brad Kyle's Motorworks podcast. You'll come to the main web page. Uh, we're up to, again, episode number 152. So hopefully there's something there for everybody. And um, if you want to uh, donate or subscribe to the uh, podcast, I'd appreciate it. Upper right-hand corner, there's a link for Become a Patron. Click on that, and you can set up a subscription whether it's one time only or it can be ongoing every month, up to you. I'm asking for $5 a month. You can give less. You can give more. Uh, It's up to you. Again, it can be a one-time thing. Uh, I've taken about 12 to 15 of the previous podcasts and basically monetized them. So, In other words, they're only available through that subscription. And the reasons I picked those particular ones is that if you apply the information that I provide you in your automotive ownership life, uh, you can save thousands, if not maybe even tens of thousands of dollars and hopefully reduce frustration in regards to car ownership and so that's the advantage of if you do want to subscribe you'll you will get some really good information that can definitely save you some money so, uh... this particular podcast alternator ripple voltage is going to be i'm going to be reading from a trade magazine so this is written for technicians but it's not real technical Um if a person again if they're interested i think hopefully you'll get something out of it so the uh... trade magazine it came from is called underhood service and the uh, uh... author of the article is called uh... he's called brian sexton so i want to give him credit and uh... you know appreciate him writing the writing the article and taking the time to do it and so here we are with a podcast out of it so let's get started alternators have been used to charge the twelve-volt dc electrical systems in vehicles since long before computers and networks were part of the equation Just a few decades ago, the 12-volt DC electrical system wasn't that vulnerable to ripple voltage. Today, however, excessive ripple voltage can cause major communication issues across networks and can cause a number of communication DTCs, that means diagnostic trouble codes, to be set in multiple control modules. What causes ripple voltage? The vehicle's charging system needs to be able to supply DC voltage to power the 12-volt electrical system and it needs to maintain a relatively stable power level in the process. The alternator produces an AC current that must be converted to DC by way of a rectifier. Diodes inside the rectifier pass the negative AC current to ground. This process still leaves a very small amount of AC current in the system. DC current will drop if a diode inside the rectifier fails and this may cause excessive ripple voltage to enter the system. If the battery isn't able to absorb this excessive ripple the vehicle will likely experience communication issues. Does ripple voltage affect the 12 volt electrical system? Where does it go? Even when the rectifier is working properly, you'd still be likely to see .2 to .5 volts of AC entering the 12 volt DC electrical system. Excessive ripple might cause some flickering lights or maybe an ignition problem, but it's usually nothing too extreme. The battery is able to act as a buffer for the rest of the system by absorbing that small amount of AC voltage, preventing it from ever reaching the rest of the system. Why are the networks and control modules so vulnerable? Today's vehicles are heavily dependent upon computers and networks to perform even basic functions such as rolling the windows down or unlocking the doors. These modules operate on a lower voltage signal, typically 5 volts DC. These low voltage systems are much more vulnerable to excessive ripple voltage produced by a defective alternator or rectifier. The graphs below show the waveforms of 12 volt AC and 5 volt signal from a CAN bus network. If that 12 volt AC signal is able to enter the CAN bus, it would prevent the modules from being able to send signals back and forth. Remember that telephone game we all played as kids? One person would whisper a sentence to the person next to them, then that person would relate it to the next person, and so on. Now imagine if one of those people had a mouthful of peanut butter. How well would they be able to relay the message? The example might be a bit crude, but you get the picture. The control modules communicate with each other by way of that 5-volt waveform. That waveform is translated into I's, or excuse me, 1's and zeros. that's binary by the way, triggering commands or responses from other modules or devices in the network. This communication is happening continuously whenever the ignition is on, and it is, it is essential to vehicle operation. How do I see ripple voltage? If you have the correct filter or leads, you can use a scope to view the alternating current from a diode. If the diode is functioning properly, the signal should show up as a stable waveform. If the diode is failing, you'll see an asymmetric waveform. A DVOM, which is a digital volt ohmmeter, set to measure AC voltage can also be used to test for a ripple. The alternator should be replaced if more than 50 millivolt AC voltage is detected though in some vehicles as much as a hundred millivolts may be acceptable as always it's best to check the service information for the vehicle you're working on it's worth noting that a battery that is weak or dead may throw off a r- ripple test make sure that the battery is fully charged before starting the test Okay, that's the end of that one pretty quick huh no uh... no long drawn out explanation of ac ripple voltage but it's very important, I mean, when I'm doing a starting charging system test, especially if uh, I've gone in and looked for fault codes and I found some you know weird charging system voltage faults or something to that effect, as I'm checking the charging system out not only am I checking d c. voltage output, I am checking for AC voltage, okay um, and if it's excessive, then it's typically it's an issue with the alternator. That that like he was mentioning that well a diode or more what's called a rectifier uh, has gone bad so not only can that necessarily reduce the total amperage output from the alternator which is not good but again you can start getting excessive AC uh, voltage from it or ripple and uh, that will definitely cause some you know issues with the control units so. I hope you found that interesting. It's kind of a quickie, but um, again, you know, just for those people that are kind of more interested in uh, technical stuff or or that just want to understand more about their car, well, I, I hope you found that enlightening. Um, again, uh, email-wise, bkpodcast5 at gmail.com. I'm on LinkedIn. And don't forget to check out that podbean.com uh, webpage <clears throat> and check that out. I appreciate your time, appreciate your listening. Hope you have a fantastic day and a great tomorrow. Thank you again. Thank you for listening to this episode. It's been an honor and a privilege to spend time with you. I hope you found this of value, and please share it with family and friends. Above all else, with all you're getting, get understanding. May God bless you and keep you, and thank you again.